Welcome back to Dairy Public Radio. Reporting from the basement of the Dairy Civic Center, this is CM Alexander with the news. Upcoming event, Alternating Currents, will serve as home for the very first publicly attended Stephen King Rules Dollar Baby Film Festival. When asked how he pulled this off, event director Jason Gilliland replied, quote, Who are you and how did you get into my home? It's 3 a.m. Where are you taking me? End quote. He seems to have settled nicely in the green room where he'll stay until he complies with our interview demands. You're listening to Dairy Public Radio. This is Dairy Public Radio. Welcome back to Dairy Public Radio, a bi-weekly Stephen King Book Club podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joshua Kahn, alongside CM Alexander. Hello, everyone. And joining us in studio, the director of events for the Downtown Davenport Partnership. He produces downtown events such as Red, White, and Boom and Alternating Currents. Please welcome to the show, Jason Gilliland. Jason, welcome. Thanks. Good to be here. It's Thanks so for nice to me. have you. Yeah, no, this is great. Before we, we get to Alternating Currents, which is, of course, if you're listening to us, you may have seen the Dollar Baby Film Fest is coming to the Quad Cities to be part of Alternating Currents. So we figured, Jason, that we'd bring you in and let people know about, uh, about what we're going to be doing. So... I hate to say it before we can let you talk about it, though. I have to turn things over to CM as she guards the rest of the interview with her life. So, CM, take it away. Usually, though, it's on Zoom. <laughs> so when I threaten oh, somebody, they're you not haven't had in to threaten the anybody in person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if if you answer incorrectly or just unsatisfactorily, if we don't like your answers, uh, okay. <laughs> I have a way of silencing people. It's just <laughs> editing them out. <laughs> there it is. That's the one. Okay, so two very important questions for you. The first, what was your introduction to Stephen King's work? So as a kid, kind of the first film I ever remember seeing that was a Stephen King film was uh, Maximum Overdrive. And <laughs> yes. um, that semi kind of haunted me. I actually had nightmares about that uh, as a kid. <laughs> and at the time, I didn't even know it was a Stephen King film. I thought the premise was really cool. You know, these machines become sentient, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But that thing scared the hell out of me. And uh, so, yeah, that was kind of my first uh, introduction. Have you revisited that movie as an adult? <laughs> I'm not sure that I want to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. for, for a couple of reasons. So I have older kids now. They're 19 and 22. As they were growing up, we started introducing them to our favorite mm-hmm. films growing up. And then half of those we realized were just terrible. <laughs> you know? yeah. and, and so I don't want to ruin things if I don't have to. <laughs> I got, well, give me some examples. What were some of them that you showed? I mean, some of them that, uh, you know, like, uh, I mean, Goonies, which was awesome. That wasn't terrible. <laughs> and uh, like Gremlins. I don't know. It just didn't have the same impact as an adult. I'm so scared because I love Gremlins and I have not revisited as I, an adult. I watched it with my niece because I'm trying to convince my brother and his wife she needs to. She it's She's like 11. She should have been watching horror movies for the last <laughs> 10 years. They're already late to the game. I had her watch Gremlins because I'm like, this is it's a horror movie, but also a Christmas movie. And they're cute. And if she likes this, then I'll show her some shit later. <laughs> and I, I, I understand what you mean there. You do kind of lose some of the wonderment, I feel like. Yeah. But watching her watch it, 
was awesome. Yeah, my kids were like, "This is stupid." <laughs> so, oh, no. uh, <laughs> you know, so you know, the other thing we found so too, your kids ruined it. It yes, wasn't the- <laughs> yes. They, kids ruin a lot of things. Um, um, you know, the other thing we found too, though, is that the rating system when I was that age is very different than it is yeah. now. Yeah. Isn't it oh yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't remember this. You know, and inappropriate. Fast forward. You know, kind of yeah. Stuff. PGs are different creatures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being able to watch PG movies in school. And our teacher put on Ghostbusters. And there's, uh, for those of you who might have forgotten, <laughs> there's a ghost blowjob scene in that movie. And I was like, this is, is awesome. This movie's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I still remember in high school, like day before Christmas break, our principal brought everybody into the auditorium and we watched Christmas Vacation. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of pause, fast, fast forward. I mean, you know, I don't know if they didn't watch it beforehand or what. I don't know. But. There's like, it's Christmas movie. It's, it's probably right. fine. Yeah. 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 Off to a good start. Okay. Pretty good answer so far. Here, okay. This is the, this is the toughie though. All right. So our listeners have heard me say this a thousand times. So I apologize. But on our podcast, we like to talk about what we call Stephen King moments. And they are things in his work that, stand out to us and it's usually something that any other writer having written that part or that element probably wouldn't really do anything interesting at all but because it's Stephen King it's usually terrifying for reasons I can't explain (laughs) (laughs) so those are kind of what inform our Stephen King moments just these pieces a a moment or a line or just an image that he paints that stick with you till you're dead I assume (laughs) Do you have a moment like that? It could be from a movie or a book. And, and that's the thing. I'm much more familiar with film than I am books. I, I used to read a ton, but I, I don't know that I've ever actually read a Stephen King book start to finish. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to give you a recommendation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, this September, once all my events are over, I like to usually take a few days. I go camping by myself and I'll, I'll pick up a few books and just... Oh, I don't those. know if you should read That's... Stephen King camping by yourself. No, nope, I'm pretty sure we can find a really good book for that. <laughs> okay. All right. That's such a great idea, though. Like, yeah. doing large-scale events like you do, getting a chance to get away afterwards yeah. seems great. I, I usually don't go very far away so that my wife can come and join me, like, in the evenings when she's mm-hmm. off of work. Mm-hmm. Um, during the day, it's just my time. Nice. So, That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, you know, when I'm, when I'm thinking about, like, some of the different films I've seen and things that have really stuck with me, you know, besides maximum overdrive. One of the ones, and I, and I think I'm remembering this correctly is pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. When is it pet cemetery? I think it is where the kid yep. slices the Achilles tendon. <gasps> yep. Oh God. Yeah. And I can, every time I think about, I can feel <laughs> yeah. it. Makes your legs and, and like, I'm like, I'm glad I'm not standing right now. Cause I feel like I would fall over just <laughs> thinking about that, you know? And it's so, it's just so mean and just awful. And yeah, I was expecting it to cut away for so long during that scene. I just can't, is that enough? That's enough. Oh God, it's still going. Yeah. So uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's because it's this young kid mm. and you know, just, oh, just an, just an awful scene, you know, like in the best way, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, that kid is going to be in the Quad Cities. 
Oh, he's attending. Uh, he's a guest for Midwest Monster Fest. That oh. actor. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, you have I to introduce himself. I, I, I don't really want to meet him. I, don't <laughs> I, well, I, I, I just I want to get. A, you should get a picture of you standing and him like under the table behind oh. me. <laughs> no, I told Josh when we saw that that if if I met him, I would just hug him because he'd be like, I because I, I see him and I think of the semi hitting him. He was such a cute little kid. Like, yeah. I just want to hug him, but he's okay. <laughs> okay, anyway, I I think, yeah, I think you passed. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, you won't be right. silenced. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's, let's go into the interview proper. We have touched on it a little bit, but you've been doing large-scale events here in the Quad Cities for over 15 years. How did you get into creating massive events like this? So for me, I, I went to St. Ambrose University, and... Uh, I think it was my sophomore year, they started the campus activities board. And I thought, sounds kind of cool. And I was kind of looking for something to get involved with. And uh, so I went and and interviewed and they're like, yeah, we'd love to have you on. And so I did two of the larger events. One was Fall Fest and one was Last Blast. And so one at the beginning of the year, one at the end of the year. And I just loved doing it booking bands, you know, getting the bar set up, having activities, doing all this kind of stuff and seeing everybody just come together and have a great time. And I loved it. Um, I actually went to the career assistance center at one point and said, how do you do this for a living? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, we have no idea. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you want to be a, well spent, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, if you want to be a, a teacher or a physical mm. therapist, they've got you covered, but this is like something like outside the box for them. And, and they had no idea. And so I actually worked for the next 10 years in social services and uh, did that, which I love doing, but, there were a few things I was working on were grant programs and the grants go away and you never know That's if you're so going to have rough, a job, yeah. you know, all this kind of stuff. And, and I finally decided that I needed to make a career change. And I actually was getting ready to go and take the test to be in the journeyman's electrician apprenticeship program. And day before I was going to that, I got a call and said, Hey, there's a, there's a guy here in town who's starting a new events company. He got your name. He'd like you to come in the, tomorrow and interview well, the interview was before I was supposed to go take my test. So I went to the interview and he offered me a job on the spot. And I said, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and I didn't go take the test because <laughs> I didn't really want to do that. It was just like, I, I kind of enjoyed, you know, I wired my house, all this kind of stuff. You know, I was like, yeah, I could do this. It'd be fun. I'd way rather do this. <laughs> and so we actually, the first summer I worked with him, did all the events over in Rock Island. So we did Gumbo Yaya, You Make My Weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Criterium was downtown at that point. Um, you know, the go-kart races and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you had me and then you lost me. Goddamn go-kart races. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was not my favorite one, but it was pretty impressive watching these like nine-year-old kids go like 70 miles an hour it down the city It was very streets. cool to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so I loved doing that. And then the year after that, we actually reopened the Capitol Theater in downtown Davenport and had that open for about three years. And that's really where I kind of cut my teeth on a lot of things and learned kind of the trade. So, you know, doing a lot of those events. And then in the meantime, I was also working with a local sound company, Rexro Sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started just working at their events, building stages and setting up gear. And then I was also a musician. I was in a band. And so I started learning how to do sound. And so I was an engineer uh, for some of these larger events. And so all this experience when this current position came open with the downtown Davenport partnership. I applied and got that. And that was about 10 years ago. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up 
where I'm at. And I, I just love, love doing it. Um, yeah. you know, and especially with alternating currents, it's a very different animal. It's a very large event, but it looks different than what most people think of as a large event. <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, it's, it's very large because it covers the entire downtown, but we don't have, you know, it's not like when we used to do river roots live, it'd be mm-hmm. in LeClaire park and yeah. we literally have 15,000 people in one space at one time. And everybody's having a great time. And I love that kind of stuff too. But our hands were tied in a lot of ways because we couldn't bring in all the really cool stuff that we wanted to do. We had to book the stuff that would bring the numbers down. We wanted all these people because we had to sell a bunch of tickets and sell a bunch of beer because we spent a lot of money on this whole event. Altering Currents is a little bit different, you know, and that's one of the reasons we're able to provide that event. That's awesome. Tell us a little bit about what Alternating Currents is. Yeah, so Alternating Currents is music, film, comedy, and art. And um, it's uh, in downtown Davenport as well as downtown Rock Island. Last year, we kind of, we hopped across the river and did some things there and it, it was very well received. And so we're trying to kind of kind of organically spread this throughout the Quad Cities. But right now, it's mainly based in the in downtown Davenport. So we use non-traditional venues for the most part. We, we have some traditional venues, you know, the River Music Experiences mm-hmm. involved, the Raccoon Motel. But then we also have, you know, bars and restaurants and things that just have spaces indoors and outdoors that we set up a stage and they become a venue for the weekend. And so, you know, we have comedians there, we have musicians, you know, we have probably almost 30 different bands, another dozen or so comedians. And then we have the Figgy, which has a beautiful theater that not enough people in the Quad Cities mm. know about. <laughs> and uh, this is one of the things that we like to do. And, and, and for the downtown partnership, this event is mission focused for us because it gets people downtown and they, and they start exploring the downtown, seeing what it has to mm-hmm. offer. Hopefully they come back, you know, mm-hmm. for another weekend and, and, you know, go to those bars and restaurants and retail establishments. So that's the boring, like corporate, like this is, <laughs> this is what we do as a mission, you know, yeah. um, but it's important. It's important for yeah. the community, but I get to do it in a very fun way, you know, to, to get that mission out there and, and get people engaged in our community. So I think you're doing a tremendous job. Like, thank you. In the past, I feel like it has been in the past like 10 or so years that downtown Davenport has become more of a a draw. Mm -hmm. I've I've probably spent more time downtown Davenport in the past, uh, you know, half dozen years than I had my whole life. And that's and that's great. We love to hear that. I mean, when I went to Ambrose and long time ago Mm -hmm. um, in the in the early to mid 90s, we didn't go downtown. Mm -hmm. There wasn't anything to do down there. There was no reason to be there. And, uh, you know, now all those kids, all they do is go downtown. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, that's, and that's great, you know. And and the other thing, too, is you go – if you go downtown on a weekend, you're going to see people from, you know, teens to that 20-something crowd to the 30s, 40s, mm-hmm. 50s age group because there's so many different things to do, you know, mm-hmm. different styles of restaurants and price points and different bars with – different crowds, you know, those kinds of things, you know, and we have things like analog and, Mm -hmm. you know, armored gardens, which has its own kind of feel, you know, I mean, it's just really cool. And what I love is that there are so many different businesses that they all have their own personality and they are just kind of, you know, the puzzle piece, Mm -hmm. each one, and it makes a much bigger thing. It's really cool. So anyway, I'll, I'll stop talking about <laughs> th- that kind of stuff. You know, this is stuff I, I enjoy, but, you know, it's important to our community, but blah, blah, blah. It's, it will, <laughs> we can move on from there. You know that, so. That's fascinating, though, because I, I assume part of your inspiration
inspiration for Alternating Currents is to bring that community piece together in a more unique way than maybe we're accustomed to having seen in our area. Because for people who don't live where we all live, the Quad Cities is is a it's still like small enough that you feel comfortable, but it's continuing to grow and it's a place where there are more things to do and not everything closes and shuts down at like nine at night. <laughs> and, and so it's, yeah. it's just interesting to listen to you talk about that because you can feel the culture shift that's been happening over the last decade or so. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that totally. I mean, it one of the biggest things is, you know, in the past, you know, 10 years, 20 years ago, you, you know, if you were born here, most people had aspirations of leaving here eventually, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And we're trying to, you know, switch that. We want people to move back. We have good jobs here. Mm -hmm. We have good entertainment. I think per capita in the summer, we have more events and festivals than just about anywhere in the, in the country. And our cost of living yeah. is, is <laughs> great. It's awesome. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I have family that live in Colorado and it's, it's just unreal, you know, what housing cost is and all these things. I, I, I just love it here. And those are the reasons, you know. Well, if people leave, the, the culture never shifts because they're taking that mindset out of the community with them. Right. I wanted to leave. I almost left. I'm like, no, I just need to change the place that I live to make it something I like absolutely. more. That's the attitude I love the most is the people that say, nope. I'm going to, I'm going to stay here and I am going to make it what I want it to be, mm -hmm. you know, rather than conforming to what it is. Yeah. So that's, that's great. So when this idea for alternating currents came up, did you initially pitch it? Was this uh, a team that built this together? How did it start? Yeah. So this replaced River Roots Live, which mm -hmm. people love. Mm -hmm. um, and it was one of my favorite events. And, uh, you know, we, it's getting less now, but for the first few years, man, I got some hate mail Aww. about that. You know? <laughs> um, and for our listeners, River Roots Live is. So River Roots Live was, it was in LeClaire Park. Um, it was roots and, and Midwest kind of bass music. So a lot of blues and, mm -hmm. and rock and, and those kinds of things. It was a great event, and uh, but it was extremely expensive to do. I mean, to get the level of talent that we needed to draw these people down. I mean, you know, bands are $100,000, you know, for one band for a headliner, which is now I'm like nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and, and, and so, you know, the other thing is, too, is because it was in LeClaire Park, you're never going to sell out. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so much space. Yeah. And so most people would say, I'm just going to wait and see what the weather's like. You know, it's sure. not too hot. It's not raining. Then we'll go down, you know. And so if it did rain, which the last year it rained heavily <laughs> and we we lost our ass. Oh, I bet. And our board was just kind of like, guys, we just can't keep doing this, you know, because we were constantly trying to dig ourselves out of a hole. And so we were like, you know what? We need to come up with a new idea, something different that, you know, is a little bit less expensive uh, but that can still be impactful, maybe in a different way. And so uh, my boss, Kyle Carter, um, he's the executive director for the Downtown Partnership. He and I actually went to South by Southwest down in Austin. And we, we went two years in a row and just experienced it and stole every part of that that we <laughs> liked and brought it back here. And, uh, and so uh, it we, we, yeah, that's really where that came from. This is a tiny, tiny version of South by Southwest, Midwest style, right? 
And uh, the first year we started going around to the venues and say, we have this great idea. <laughs> we want to bring bands into your, uh, your establishment. You don't get to pick them. I pick them. <laughs> um, you have no say, um, but it's not going to cost you much of anything. Like, you know, we charge them like 500 bucks to be a venue. Mm -hmm. That guarantees them four shows over two days and the PA and an engineer to run it. It, I mean. That's not bad. That's yeah. great. It's so cheap. Yeah. And all those people that come in, you know, they're buying drinks, they're buying food, mm -hmm. all those kinds of things. They get to keep all of that. Like, we're not taking it. And, uh, and what we tell them is, say, look, you may not like this band, but the people that are coming to see this band, probably not your crowd. But now I've given them a reason to come into your space mm -hmm. and experience it and drink the beer and try your food and those kinds of things. So the first year, man, it was it was tough. I mean, trying to get everybody on board with this idea because nobody had done anything like this mm -hmm. around here. And um, I, I had I had one one bar in particular. I won't I won't name <laughs> names here, but they were really skeptical. They said, we'll do it. But uh, I, just, I don't like this. <laughs> I <laughs> don't like honest. it. Yeah. You know, and they're like, we, we just don't think this is a great idea, but we'll we'll try it one year. And uh, we had a couple little kind of kerfuffles with them, like with mm -hmm. setup and different things. And they weren't real happy about this. They didn't, they're like, we don't like this band, you know? And I'm like, just let's give it a chance here. And uh, Saturday night, it was, it was like midnight, you know, we're starting to wind down, you know, from the weekend. And uh, I was standing outside their bar and one of the owners came out and he, he looked at me, he goes, I owe you an apology because <laughs> <laughs> they were jam packed. They'd been yeah. jam packed all weekend. That's and they're amazing. like, I want as many shows as you can possibly put in here next year. This is great. And from that point on, they've been the first one to sign up every year. Nice. That's so, awesome. you know, it's really great because, you know, it's like we had this idea. We we're going to try it out. Everybody's like, I don't know. Everybody's loved it. Everybody's loved it. It's worked really well. And now people, we've been, this will be our fifth year. And now people are starting, the general public understand it. Because mm -hmm. that was the other thing, trying to get people to understand. It's like, so I don't bring my lawn chair and set it down and sit there for <laughs> five hours. Yeah. No, you walk around and there's all these different things, you know. And they're like, ah, I don't I don't understand this, you know. And, and I always tell people, I'm like, this is a festival of discovery. Mm -hmm. And this is where you find your next favorite band that you didn't even know existed. God, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. You know, you walk into a bar and you're like, this band, I can't stand them. I hate this. Okay, go down the street and go mm -hmm. find a different one. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, you're a block away from four yeah. more bands. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's all weekend, you know? And and so, you know, if you go to a big festival like River Roots and you hate the band that's on stage, well, you're stuck with them till they're done. And hopefully mm -hmm. you like the next one, you know? So this gives people options. So that's that's kind of the impetus here. Yeah, that's the thing I think I love most about alternating currents is there are a lot of great events here in the Quad Cities, but they're all one thing. And the fact that because I'm I've said it on our show before and people give me shit. I'm not a big music person. I'm not a live band person. But knowing that I can see some touring comics that don't mm -hmm. make it in the Quad Cities that often, along with some of my local favorites, yeah, I'll I'll bar hop to check out some comedy sets and things like that. There's there is stuff for me, even if everything's not for me. And right. that's such a great big appeal 
to everybody. Yeah. And, you know, this is the other thing that's cool about alternating currents. It's not just me doing this. So I, I have, God, I'd hope not. Well, <laughs> so I am a music guy. You know, I've been a musician for years and I love live music. And so I book the vast majority of, of this. And, and uh, you know, like Sean Muller at the Raccoon Motel, he books his venue. Um, the RME will sometimes help out with some of their bookings. But I, I book most of that. Comedy, I love comedy. I just don't know anything about <laughs> comedy. So I have Chris Schlichting, who is a local comedian. Uh, one of the best. And he is booking all the comedians because he knows those guys. He knows who's good, who's going to fit, you know, and, and how to put a, a comedy show together. And then, you know, we have uh, Mike Mayhews, who is my film guy, right? So he and his team watch every film that's submitted to the Alternating Currents Film Festival, and they make those selections as a committee. I, again, I like movies. I don't know anything about movies. I don't know, you know, I, I get done with a movie. I'm like, I liked it. I didn't like it. You know, it doesn't mm -hmm. always go much past that sure. for me. Whereas my wife, when we go see a band, I nitpick and I talk. And, you know, it's, like, it's like, I love the bass tone of this guy. And that, that solo over there was awesome. But with movies I, and, and comedy, it's like, I just don't have that in-depth experience. And so we have all these people that are contributing to this. And then we also have affiliate events that are just things that people put together that they want to do and they manage that they do on that weekend. And we add it in. So like we have allied barber supply downtown, mm -hmm. he's going to do an indigo dyeing class. So you can buy a t-shirt and it's like tie dyeing, but just with blue dye. And mm -hmm. he's going to have uh, a band that he knows out of Chicago come down and, and do a show in his shop. That's great. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And then they just get to pop alternating currents right on there. And yeah. And we add them oh, into the amazing. app and the website and everything. And, and so it, you know, it just works because this isn't a blues festival or a jazz festival or, you know, whatever kind of whatever you want to call them. I don't have to say no to anybody yeah. really for anything. Yeah. I mean, we've had everything from, you know, professional wrestling to drag shows to you name it, you know, and, and I love that. I love the fact that we can do that. Has it been hard to market this area for that type of thing? Just thinking of our, of our listeners who they hear like the Midwest, the Bible Belt, they have this idea of like a bunch of farmers who, you know, <laughs> would be open to some things. How do you get around that? Um, you know, so yeah, 10 years ago, it was a much bigger issue than it is now. I think we're starting to get a reputation for being a little more progressive and mm -hmm. open and having cool stuff here. Right? Diverse. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Sean Moeller, I think has been a huge impact on that because, you know, he's bringing in these bands that, you know, their fans that live here, they don't get to see them mm -hmm. unless Sean's the one bringing them in. Right. And that has helped and doing things like alternating currents. Like I, I have a much broader network of agents that I'm working with now because we are looking for those people that will be household names next year, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And so they're, they're able, they call me up and say, I have this really cool band that I just signed. Can we bring them to alternating currents? You know? And I love, I love just the discovery of that, you yeah. know, because they send me stuff all winter and I just sit in my office and I'm just like listening, you know, like, oh yeah, this is cool, you know, and, and I love that. And, and, but it has been a struggle in the past. I mean, one year for River Roots Live, we had the Wallflowers as, as our, so cool. Yeah. And their tour manager was, he was a pain in my ass, yeah. right? <laughs> Leading up to it, he just was on me about 
every little detail. And he wanted to make sure that the hotel rooms were five star perfect, you know, oh all God. this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, oh, man, this guy's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> and he stepped off the bus when they got there. And I went over and I introduced myself. He goes, yeah, hold on a second. And he just kind of looked around at like our stage and, and our setup and everything we were doing. He goes, I think we're going to be okay. And, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he was awesome from that point on. I think a lot of these guys have this vision of they're going to show up in a hay field. There's a hay rack with a couple <laughs> yeah. speakers on sticks, you know. And, and that happens. I mean, still. yeah, we, we do <laughs> right. shows. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you know, now we're starting to yeah. get this reputation. Like we know what we're doing. We have we have the the right gear. We know how to market these events. We know how to do this stuff. And then they come here and they're like, "This is amazing." The, and we forget how awesome the Mississippi River is. I know because yeah. we, we're it's just. It's in our backyard, yeah. we don't think Most about it. Most of us drive over it once or twice a day. I forget day. it's a <laughs> right. tourist attraction. Yeah. 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 So, you know. And those... it floods, so it pisses me off sometimes. <laughs> well, yes. Yes. But they show up and they're like, this is amazing. I mean, I've had so many bands on stages saying, the Mississippi River is right there. <laughs> you know? And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so hopefully uh, with you know, everything going on, we'll get an influx of new people coming to the Quad Cities, coming to this event. If you were to take us through what a first timer attending this festival, what they would experience, how would you kind of put that into words? Well, I mean, the first thing that a first time person and people who have been attending this, you need to download the app. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, God. you have to. The because app is so such a good idea. Yeah. I, you know, we, we kind of stumbled into that um, because the first year we're just like, there is so much content. Mm -hmm. The very first year we actually printed, you know, just a, a festival guide. Yeah. And it was literally <laughs> like Thursday, yeah. you know, <laughs> Friday, you know, just had these huge giant lists of everything in order. So people where were like taking were. a map basically. <laughs> yes. I mean, it was like, it was like 12 pages, uh, you know, and you have to, you know, and I, and the cool thing is, though, is you saw people carrying them around and they, and they have pens and they were like, you know, mm -hmm. like circling awesome. things and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I mean, that's awesome, but God, what a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. And so we found this company that they lease an app. So we, we didn't develop it. They were just leasing it to us and we get to skin it with our branding. And then we just input all of our stuff into it. What's really cool is that you know, beforehand you, you download this app, right? You can go on there and you can see every single thing that is happening the entire weekend, every film, every comedian, every musician, every other affiliated event. And you can go in and listen to the musicians. You can watch YouTube videos of the comics. You can see the trailers for the films. You can do all that. And you're like, oh, I really love this. You can star it Ooh. and it will make your own schedule. Oh my gosh! It's, I I went to the website and I downloaded last year's because it was still available just to explore it a little bit, and I was blown away. It's just so great, like the having the links to like YouTube and things like that took me completely by surprise, and I was so happy for them because I'm like, <laughs> this is I can't see these people. They were these were last year, but I can still get a glimpse at what I missed. <laughs> What's amazing is so we actually have a new app this year from a different company it's way better yeah. than last year's <laughs> oh god that's awesome <laughs> and so we, we have a lot more functionality and it's going to be easier to navigate and all those kinds of things so i'm really excited about that and that should be available in the next couple of weeks oh nice. so um 
we're dealing with our Apple developer stuff right now. And we're like this close, you know, <laughs> and, and, but um, yeah, we're going to get that out and then people can start downloading it. We have almost hundred percent of all of the artists and everything loaded in there. Oh, that's exciting. Um, so yeah. So that's the first step. You have to do that because there is literally like at any given time, there might be six, eight, 10 different things happening. And so the other thing is, is a first time, you know, person coming to this event, don't expect to be able to do and see everything because <laughs> yeah. you will be sorely yeah. disappointed because you just can't. And, you know, like for the bands and the comics and, and those kinds of things, they most of them will play multiple times twice in a day. So if there's two bands, you're like, I really want to see these guys, both of these bands and they're playing at the same time. Go see one and then go see the other one later mm-hmm. because they'll be at a different venue. And most of the most of the sets are only 60 minutes. And so it's like you're in, you watch them, you're like, okay, cool. All right, on to the next thing. You know, we try to do kind of bite-sized pieces for things, you know, get people moving around. Be ready to walk, you know. You're gonna, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna yeah. go from one end of the downtown. I mean, I I don't know, I probably do a hundred thousand steps in a weekend, you know, mm-hmm. just walking the downtown uh for this event. But Last year we started and we're going to have them back this year. We have pedicabs. Oh my God. That blew my mind last year when I saw those. I was like, that's such a smart idea. Again, another thing that we totally ripped off from Austin (laughs) because they were everywhere. And I was like, this is so cool, you know, and Mm -hmm. we don't have that here. Mm -hmm. And so we, we have, we have those guys coming back and cool thing is we do have a sponsor for that. So they are free. Now we, we encourage you to tip them, yeah. but you don't have to. I mean, they, you know, it's, it's a free <laughs> ride. Um, and so, you know, so that's awesome. And that's a cool thing. Just, and those guys, I mean, they're lit up and they have music playing and it's just kind of a party, you know, from them <laughs> moving around. So uh, that's great. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the big thing is, is if you're coming to this event, you need to, you need to download that app. You need to go through it and kind of, kind of figure out what you want to do. I mean, you could just be like, you know, throw a dart at the wall and just <laughs> walk around because um, we have a lot of the other thing is we have a lot of outdoor stages and a lot of outdoor things going on which last year we started doing more of that because of covid mm-hmm. we wanted to give people options that weren't indoors people loved it regardless of you know pandemic or not mm-hmm. and so we just continued that because i mean it's august and it's beautiful outside and yeah. you know and, and the other thing is i want people when they're walking around hear something in the distance, well, let's go that way and see what that That is. That makes it like you feel like you found something. Right. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You earned enjoying that band. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah. What is, what's been the feedback you've gotten from people who've attended, from guests who like the musicians or people who've attended any of that? I mean, we've had great feedback from the, the talent artists that we've had. They, they love this event. One of the things we do is, so we, we have artist catering, you know, we, we, the out of town, um, artists, we put them up in hotels, we do artist catering and we use local restaurants that are in the downtown, Nice. give them local craft beers. Perfect. You know, I mean, we, we were doing the hard sell on the downtown <laughs> at all times, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we, we want them to experience everything we have to offer and they, they love it, you know, because we have, you know, like, uh, Zeke's, uh, Island cafe. I don't know if you love them there. Okay. So he, he's one that has done our catering for us a couple times and the artists love it. Cause they're like, you know, usually we show up to places like this, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, here's a pizza, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. and his, his, his stuff is completely different. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. 
He also has vegetarian and vegan options and he can cover all those bases and it works really well. So they love it. Uh, they love the fact that we're providing PA everywhere. So yeah. they, I they can't imagine that. how excited they are about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they show up, they put their amps down and set up the drum set. And then Even if just, that's all yeah. you did, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. So, so it, we've gotten really good feedback from them. And, and I have the same agents coming back year after year nice. saying, hey, here's some more guys. We, you know, because, you know, the word spreads, you know, and, mm-hmm. and those kinds of things. So that's really good. The feedback from people that are attending, the first year, people are like, I didn't understand this <laughs> <laughs> until they went to it mm-hmm. and experienced it. And they're like, totally get it now. Okay. Yeah, this is cool. And you know, that word of mouth spread, people understand it now and people just love the just variety. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause again, we have all kinds of music. We have all kinds of film. We have all kinds of comedians, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, it, it's just all over the board. I feel like you've already given us a lot to be excited for. What is the thing that you're most excited for, for this next one? Well, the Stephen King Rules Film Festival, 100%. Well, again, you have to lead me there because, again, I'm a music guy. <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean, so it, it's funny because um, it was just a few months ago. I went to a meeting with uh, Kevin Maynard at Quad City Arts, mm-hmm. and we were just talking. So last year they brought in this really cool group called Squonk, which if you don't know what that is. People should Google it's it. It's madness is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's just, phenomenal. Okay. <laughs> it's S-Q-U-O-N-K, squonk, hand in hand. The one they're touring is called Hand in Hand. Mm-hmm. And it is music and this giant spectacle of like these giant hands. Like they're literally <laughs> like 20 foot tall hands that this are sounds ridiculous i'm looking at you both it sounds like, like a fever dream are they fucking with me and you <laughs> seem so serious um yeah it's it's a bunch of old hippies i think cool. back in the 60s they did a bunch of acid and thought this up <laughs> and it's amazing awesome. um like if you wanted to take acid to watch this show that wouldn't necessarily be out of line <laughs> so um, is that on the app <laughs> <laughs> yeah um Hopefully they don't <laughs> listen to this uh, podcast. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They might agree with me. I don't know. Um, but uh, so anyway, they're going to bring them back this year. And cool. so we're really excited about that. And and one of the things we've been trying to do is like, you know, the music stuff has taken off. The comedians have done well. Like the art stuff is always cool. But we've always kind of struggled with getting an audience for the film festival. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because it's the one piece where you're going to go into a theater and you're going to sit you're going to watch films and people are like, ah, there's so much other stuff. And do I want to be here for an extended period of time? And, and the other thing too, is these are, these are, you know, not, we're not, we're not getting Steven Spielberg films, you know, sent Mm -hmm. to us. Right. You know, these are, these are amateur students, you know, and some of them are amazing. Like there was one last year that was an animated short that was just awesome. Like I loved, I watched it multiple times, (laughs) but we've been having a hard time getting people to just come and give it a chance. Right. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I was in this meeting with Kevin and I said, do you have any ideas for film? Like I want to, I want to boost this a little bit. And he goes, actually, he goes, 
I know this guy. Do you do you know Josh? <laughs> so I, I don't. And he goes, well, he was telling me about this 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 guy in Canada who has this Stephen King film festival that he wants to do live somewhere. And I said, well, that sounds cool. <laughs> and uh, he said, well, I'll, I'll hook you up. So he hooked me up with Norm. And uh, we got on the phone. It was me, Norm, and uh, Kevin. And I was... I'd already done some research on this. And so the dollar baby program that Stephen King does mm-hmm. is really freaking cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so I was like, okay, that's really cool. And then found out that, so basically Norm and his team put together this virtual film festival because mm-hmm. these films didn't have a home, right? The pandemic happened. They didn't know where to send these things because there weren't any film festivals. So they made one just for these Stephen King films. And I, I feel weird because I'm explaining this to you and you, have, you, you know way more about this than I do. It is fascinating, though, hearing a story that I just know my part of it, hearing it told from someone else. Right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I was ready to do the hard sell on this to Norm, you know, because I'm like, he, he could do this anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want him to bring it here to the Quad Cities into downtown Davenport <laughs> And I am going to push, like, the Figgy is the coolest place you'll you'll ever see. We have this awesome theater in it. We have this other festival parts that are connected to all of this, you know. And I got in about 30 seconds, and he interrupted me. And he goes, hey, <laughs> hey Jason, he goes, uh, we've already stalked you guys on the internet. <laughs> we, know, we know everything there is to know about alternating currents in the Quad Cities and the Figgy. We want to do it there. And I, I about fell over, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, sounds get, like Norm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Classic Norm. <laughs> Getting back into this like kind of boring mission crap with, you know, that, that mm-hmm. we do is that that kind of stuff is why we make the investments into things like the figgy yeah, in our downtowns yeah. and our parks and all these things, because somebody from the outside looked at that and said, that is fucking cool. I want to be there. I want to be a part of this. It's all the things that we sometimes take for granted. Like the Figgy architecturally is a very important building in the architecture world. I've had weird conversations with architects. That's how I know that. But I mean, we do. How many many architects do you know? I know of some. (laughs) I transcribed a book a guy was writing about architecture. That's so funny. (laughs) It's it's such a weird story. Anyway, but we we do tend to take those things for granted. So it's so nice to have some, a a group of people who recognize those things and want to showcase them, not just for us, like, hey guys, remember, this is a cool place, but for other people who maybe have a different perception of this area too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was, I am just so, so happy that this is, this is coming. And, you know, Norm is such a upbeat, like, hmm. we're going to kill this kind of guy, yeah. you know, and I love yeah. it. Um, and we are, are going to have the opportunity because we're going to live stream this as well as, sh- you know, screen these films in the theater. We're going to introduce people from all over the world to the Quad City yeah. Yeah. that have never heard of this place. And they're going to be like, what is this place that's doing this? Like, you know, this is really cool. And what's funny is that I didn't know exactly how this happened. And then, <laughs> then I, well, I knew there was this group out here, this Dairy Public Radio, you know, that had kind of made this connection. And then, like, I think we connected on Facebook mm-hmm. 
and you just happen to say, hey, we're going to do this tapping because we did a collaboration with Nerdspeak Brewery. <laughs> and I was like, well, I have to go to this, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, met you guys. And uh, it was it was awesome. I mean, you're incredibly friendly and incredibly just passionate about this and which I love. I mean, I get super crazy passionate about my <laughs> stuff too. And I felt like I was in very good company yes. with that. So um, Absolutely. I had a great time that night, um, drank a lot of uh, the slushy beer. <laughs> the room room 217. 217. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so good. It, it was really good. I was, I was very skeptical. <laughs> I'm like a slushy beer. I don't know about this, you know? And then I tried it and I was like, Okay, I'm good with this. Game I like on. it. Yeah, we need this at alternating currents. Need some slushy beer things yeah. happening. That would be awesome. Just yeah. Take it. <laughs> as long as we can put our logo on it. That's my. That's, CM always gives me crap. I I will weasel my way into anybody else's project to be a part of other people's things. See, I think we're I a good it. balance because yeah. Josh is like, hi, I'm here. And you're like, did I invite you? And, <laughs> and if anybody ever does invite me, I'm like, I'm so sorry for being here. I'm sure this was a mistake and you don't want me. So we got it. We have like both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I tend to be more on your end of the yeah. spectrum with things. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, this is great. And and I love being able to come full circle and connect all the dots. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you guys are the ones that actually made this happen. Well, you you made it actually happen. I, I didn't. I, <laughs> didn't just, I, just, I just made some introductions. <laughs> well, but I mean. You're going to be modest now? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Who are you? Just ignore him. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I had a fever. I'm amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I would agree with that because I, I, it, it, it's just, it just blows my mind that this thing is going to be happening at my festival, my downtown, <laughs> you know, in our community. This is just, it's awesome. And I love being able, I was able to announce this to the board, our board of, of directors before we announced it publicly. And the looks on their faces, they were just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and, you know, I said, yeah, we're going to have this film festival. It's all Stephen King, you know, films that are adapted from his works. And I said, and this is the only place in the world this is going to happen this year. And they're like, what? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, this is really awesome. You know, tell them I'll stop in to accept my award whenever <laughs> I, I, I will there, do that. Was that. Was that better? I feel yeah. at yeah. home yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, uh, I, I love that you are so excited because from my side of the story, it was just me saying, Kevin, this opportunity is here. I would love to do something. You know, people who make these bigger things happen. And and then it was like just a few weeks later that the conversation with you came up. So it's just the, the timing was so perfect that it just it seems like it's meant to be. I, I agree. You know, and this is what I love about the network of alternating currents, mm -hmm. you know, is three years ago. I would have never heard about this. Yeah. But we've developed a better relationship with Quad City Arts. They've become more involved, you know, because they're doing squonk. They're also last year with uh, Quad City Arts did the silent disco in the the Skybridge. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we're going to do that again that. too. We're so, going to that okay, CM. Okay. We're definitely going. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and last year they the lights in the Skybridge were just blue because it was for appreciation of like 
water treatment workers or oh, okay. something yeah. along those lines, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't. It's not a disco. It's not a disco. <laughs> so this year it's going to be all the colors, you yes. know, and movements and all that kind of stuff. So we, yeah. So, I mean. Does the app tell me where to get the molly after I get oh the acid? <laughs> uh, that? That, no. <laughs> uh, that, that's an additional feature that's for sale. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I got to find my own guy. It's an all right. An in-app purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I am so adding that now. <laughs> I, I know we're joking, but I wish. But that is great. <laughs> That's such a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> we'd, we'd all be in so much trouble. <laughs> so what do you think the impact is going to be from hosting the very first in-person Stephen King Dollar Baby Film Festival? I, I think it's going to be huge. I, I, I really do. And I, I think we're going to have a ton of people like here in town to watch these films. Mm-hmm. But I think next year, whether we have this film festival again or not, I think we're going to have even more people showing up to the event. You know, I, yeah. again, we're going to, we're going to be introducing this to people like maybe on the West coast that have never heard of Davenport. Yeah. And they're going to be like, that was really cool. We're going, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm hoping we get some of that this year too, mm-hmm. you know, because this is your only opportunity. If you want to s- sit in the theater and watch these films, you, you got to be here, yeah. you know, yeah. and you can do it at home. It's not as cool. Yeah. You know, and you can't finish the film festival and then go check out, five other bands. Yeah, and, you can't right. do acid and Molly yeah. on a sky bridge, <laughs> which I think that alone should bring people. Right. Like, well, and <laughs> there right, are, yes. I, you and I talked about this. There are already filmmakers who've made dollar babies who have expressed interest in wanting to come to the quad cities now because this wasn't on their map. Mm-hmm. And then the festival comes out and everybody's Googling Davenport. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see the Google analytics. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. On that, you know, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. And, and the app too, we, we can get those analytics from that and we know where people are that have downloaded mm-hmm. it. Nice. Um, I mean, cool thing is last year we, about 10% of our app users were from Chicago. And that's surrounding awesome. areas. They're coming here. Yeah. yeah. You know, and <laughs> that's, that's what we want. You know, we want them to come down here. It's so weird. Like the thing that I love most about quad city events and like the festivals is it's rude. There's room to spread out here. Yeah. (laughs) Like I've been to some of those festivals in other places and it's so congested, but I feel like the quad cities, we've always been very good at finding the right size for where we need Mm -hmm. to be. And it's like, you can, I've been in those festivals where they announce how many people were there. And I was like, there's no fucking way. (laughs) <laughs> like, that's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's an old. Yeah. <laughs> that's an insider secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I, the Quasis is a great place to consume entertainment. Yeah. Regardless mm-hmm. of the genre and what it is, you know, it, and it's and we just need to let more people know about yeah. it. You know, so and this is this is a great way to do that. Yeah. So we've got a lot to look forward to this year, but I do have to ask from the previous years. Do you have any experiences that still just blow you away? There are people you got to see or anything like that that just have stuck with you? Yeah, actually, we, we've had a couple really cool acts come in. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Radkey, the band Radkey. Mm-hmm. They are uh, a punk trio. Uh, they're brothers. And they, they're, just, they're just incredible. I mean, if you like punk music mm-hmm. at all, you need to look these guys up. We brought him in, and it was it was uh, through Lopez Pizza. Mm. Ah, yes, 
they they love their that kind of punk yeah, and yeah. metal kind of stuff. And they said, hey, we got this band, Radkey. We'd love to bring them in. I was like, okay. And at that point, Lopez wasn't a venue. And we were trying to figure out where we're going to put these guys. And we ended up finding this garage in an alley <laughs> that we knew the owners and they weren't doing anything with it. And I said, Hey, can we, can we uh, put a stage up and just have some cool bands? And so we had this like, you know, awesome punk band in an abandoned garage that, I mean, the way looked, punk music that, was meant to be. Yes. Say, yeah. That's the aesthetic. You need. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, last year, Lopez brought them back and before they got here and then after they were on tour opening for the Foo Fighters. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, these guys are <laughs> all over the place and they are amazing. And uh, actually, the first year they were here, Kyle Carter, my boss, took a photo of them where one of the guys, I think it was a guitar player, is like literally on his back, like with his legs up mm -hmm. in the air. It's one of the most amazing photos I've ever seen. They post that a couple times That's a nice. year awesome. on, on their own <laughs> socials because it's such a cool thing, you know, and I'm like, it just looks awesome. They made know? a memory here. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So that that's really cool. That kind of stuff. You know, we've, we've had a few bands that's just like, you know, nobody heard of them and now they're full-time touring, mm -hmm. you know, they're just doing really well, you know, sales awesome. are really good on their albums. You know, that's the kind of stuff that I like as a promoter um, because we really want people to say, I'm going to go see the, as many of these bands because I don't know who's going to be mm -hmm. the next big thing, you know, and they can be the people that say, I saw them at alternating yeah, currents and, yeah. you know, 2022, oh, so cool, yeah. you know? <laughs> so yeah, you know, and, and just the, the, you know, from the genesis of this to, you know, how it's kind of morphed and, and changed a little bit, you know, just as we dial it in and seeing everybody really understanding it mm -hmm. and, and embracing it. That's the biggest thing for me is that's really cool because people love it now. Once they understand yeah. it, they're like, this is cool. Now for an event like this, we, we have music, film, comedy, art. If you could set up a dream team lineup, living or dead, what, or what would you have as like your headliner in each of those four categories? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> this, this is a tough question because I mean, it's like, Am I, do I have my promoter hat on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, I'd love to have Robin Williams, oh, you know, right. yeah. Beatles stones, you know, any, any, <laughs> any of those, you know, kind of arena rock kind of things like that. Guns N' Roses, you know, uh, oh, that'd like be original lineup <laughs> before Axel went off the deep end, right? <laughs> or at least Axel. was, or at least was functioning as a yeah. singer, I guess. I don't know. I think he went <laughs> off the deep end a long time ago. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Art. I mean, I just, there, the thing with art is like, there are so many different things and I would, I just want like, I want like a dozen artists that are mm -hmm. all completely different because art is kind of like music where it hits everybody a yep. little bit differently, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so I just want a ton of different stuff. So I'm, speaking to a bunch of different people. I think you got uh, your promoter hat on, but I'm, I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's hard for me to take that off, yeah. you know. But, I mean, I would love to see all this as a, you know, yeah. an attendee as well. Um, you know, and then the, with the film, you know, one of the cool things that we actually got to do was we got to screen our first year A Quiet Place. And oh, cool. such yeah. a huge get. 
Oh, I love that. You know, because they're the hometown guys, yeah. you know, and, and they came and they, you know, after the film, you know, we mm-hmm. did a Q&A with them and that was awesome. The problem is, is that set the bar so goddamn high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie exploded yeah. following that after that festival. Yeah. And uh, so that was really cool. I mean, it, it was awesome because we sold out, you know, we weren't charging anything, but we had to turn people away because <sighs> there yeah. were no more seats, you know, mm, in the theater. incredible. You know, so that's, that's awesome. That's the kind of stuff I like, I like to see, you know, that's what I'd love to do, you know, and, and, uh, (laughs) while those, you know, the big bands, the big giant things would be really cool. I really prefer the smaller kind of discovery stuff. You know, I mean, I have a theory that whatever you listen to when you graduate college or high school, is what you're going to listen to the rest of your life <laughs> unless you make a concerted effort to go and find new things. Yeah, yeah that's I think true. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So this is this is our way of kind of helping people do that. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, where can people stay up to date on all things Alternating Currents? AlternatingCurrentsQC.com. That's our website. Once the app is up and running, we'll have a, a link on there, a uh, QR code, and you can go to, you know, Google Play or the Apple Store, download it's free. That's going to be where what you're going to want to do. We'll also have posters up all over the downtown. Mm-hmm. So if you just happen to be in a bar, there's a poster, <laughs> QR code, take you right to the website Perfect. so you can download everything. Um, so that's, yeah, you want to do that. You also want to, once you get the app downloaded, enable push notifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we'll let you know cool things that are happening. We're going to do things like, it's going to allow us to do like a kind of a virtual um, scavenger hunt. So there might Ooh. be some prizes oh. involved with that. And so you have to go around to the different venues and Is it do Molly? I'm sorry, I'm gonna double down really hard on this. <laughs> we'll have a merch tent set up. Um, there will be a wide selection of things to purchase there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, that's the biggest thing. The other thing is those push notifications are extremely valuable because people have flat tires and get sick and all those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And so if you're going to go see a a certain band, we'll let you know with those push notifications, like, Hey, sorry, this band's not going to make it, you know, or we have to move things around. So you want to know what's going on in real time. Well, Jason, I want to thank you for taking the time to come in and talk to us about alternating currents. It's been so great to learn more about this festival that's in our backyard. That's suddenly going to become a very huge part of all of our lives. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and, and I absolutely cannot wait. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. I appreciate the invite and uh, getting to know you guys. This is this is great. And um, I'm hoping that we can partner on things in the future. So uh, this, is, this yes. is a great yeah. start. We would absolutely love that. But it has to be bigger than uh, Stephen King Rules Film Festival. Oh, so. my God. Gauntlet thrown down. <laughs> I'll think of something big. I'll do it. That's it for this episode of Dairy Public Radio. Thank you for listening. Join us for our next episode. For CM Alexander and Jason Gilliland, I'm Joshua Khan reminding you, it's time to find your next favorite artist. Hey everyone, CM Alexander here. Thank you for listening to our interview with Jason from Alternating Currents. We hope you enjoyed it. And we hope to see you at this awesome event. We can't wait to check out all of the music, comedy, food, Molly, I didn't say Molly, and other events, including, of course, the Dollar Baby Film Festival. You can and should download the app for the festival by visiting alternatingcurrentsqc.com, where you will find all the information you need, 
including a QR code for the app for both Apple and Android users. And you definitely want to get this because there might be a little something special and definitely Dairy Public Radio related on there. And I don't mean the secret Molly. Links for Alternating Currents and Barker Street Cinema, home of the Dollar Baby Film Festival, will be included in the show notes. That's all for now, listeners. Goodbye.